Did you name it? Yes. Trial Run Episode 2. What? <laughs> okay. Hey, well, there we go. There's our intro. That's uh, beautiful. Welcome to Trial Run Episode 2. This is, uh, this is Chris. <laughs> I'm still Chris, and that's still model over there. <laughs> Very um, smooth. Yeah, and we're uh, we're back at it here, uh, week two of the show. You know, just get better every week. Mondo, how was your weekend? My weekend was good, man. Watched a lot of football, ate a lot of food, didn't really do a whole lot of anything. Hit on a couple picks, missed out on a parlay, but ended up on top, as usual. Ended up on top. That's always a good way to finish the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was pretty good, too. A lot of the same. I went and played some golf on Saturday, but uh, Sunday was definitely just a... Uh, Wake up, make some bacon, sit on the couch, fire up the Sunday ticket, and I'm not moving. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, my one big one from last week was, well, I kind of developed a new strategy in my gambling on Sunday football. I've been picking one big game to put money on and then separate doing a three-team parlay on the 10 a.m. games for Sunday slate. This week I did the Rams was my lock, and that was a good one. The line, I don't know why it was so low, but it was a pick when I had it, or maybe it was minus one. I can't remember. Either way, it hit. And then I had the parlay was, I was pretty confident in it, and it didn't pan out, but... I started out good. I had the over in Dallas, Atlanta, and then I had San Francisco minus six and a half, and then the the kicker was Buffalo minus five and a half. And I don't know if you were trying to watch that game on Sunday Ticket or not, but I was trying so hard and kept getting kicked from the feed because they were having power outage difficulties and a lightning storm. Though they stopped the game for a while, didn't they? Yeah, forty minute delay and. <laughs> or was it just the TV broadcast? Uh, no, they actually had a legit delay and they had technical difficulties. But I was it ended up not ending until like halfway through the Arizona Washington football team game, which was kind of funny because I was sitting there and just like, of course this happens. All the morning games are done. I'm here sitting on this last leg of the parlay, waiting for this five and a half to hit and just some fucking fits magic in the end to get a backdoor cover to kill my parlay but i made up on sunday night that that game was fucking wild i'm sure you were pretty stoked if you want to get into the uh seattle new england game yeah no i mean that was yeah i was happy that we won obviously that was (laughs) classic seahawks going down to the wire never gonna make it easy well we were up 12 i think it was with like four and a half minutes left and still (laughs) came down to a yard so yeah uh, that was kind of used to that as a seahawks fan they always just test your blood pressure mm-hmm. that was a tough one dude cam cam's proven to be uh no scrub this season that one was really counting on that but i was thinking the same that time i had the over and i had the seahawks minus three and a half and i was sweating that last play because it's if if i had in my opinion like at least 70 percent of the time he's scoring that one yard out it's kind of crazy that he didn't get in but they got some good pressure and it seems like that's the only way you're going to be able to stop it, taking out his legs and getting the, up the line of scrimmage, you know? I actually saw a stat today that he that was the first time in his career that he had a snap within, I think it was the two-yard line, and he lost yards ever Damn. in his career. And he's been playing for, what, a decade? So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty impressive. He's probably one of the best short yardage runners, running back, quarterback, anybody of all time in the NFL. So, Dude, I yeah, agree. That was pretty wild. <laughs> But I was uh, if you guys if you guys surprised. remember I had a yeah my um 
my prediction was that we would win by I think I said twenty one on the pod. Yep, that's correct. Um, I did I did bet the Hawks at a an alternate line with a fourteen plus point win. So honestly, <laughs> I that sh- that in in an alternate universe that hits. I knew right off the bat, off the first drive, that it wasn't going to. So I had already scratched it off. Um, then I just became a fan, rooting for my team. But Russell Wilson throws a pass and it goes right through Greg Olson's hands and they take it back for a touchdown. I was like, yeah, that's that's kind of out the window now. Um, you can't spot a team like the Patriots seven points and then still beat them by 14. So we scratched that one. But that was pretty much my only loss of the weekend. I was on a, a certified burner, as you call it. Early games treated me well. I think, Knock yeah, on wood, dude. You, Don't you, be doing that. You, no, this that was last week. We're already we're on to Cincinnati. We're we're on the next week. <laughs> and it's funny you said that about the Rams because I I actually did the same thing. Um, I bet bigger on that one than I usually do, and that was I mean it just kind of seemed like a slam dunk. Like you were saying, that line was real low, and I I took it early in the week. I think we were actually talking when I took it. I was just like that. I mean, one and a half against a bad Eagles team. Yeah, dude, that. that that was a good line. I think the Rams are legit. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with their running back situation with Malcolm Brown getting hurt and Cam Akers as well. That I have actually both of them on a fantasy football team and because I was thinking, you know, cover two of three running backs and what what happens, they both get hurt. So we'll see what, what they uh, make of that. I know I was just looking into it, just trying to figure out if there were serious injuries and it looked like Cam Akers had like a like something with his ribs and Malcolm Brown's was a pinky finger. And I mean, I can't imagine that's too difficult to play through, but he's also a running back. So he's carrying the ball. And I mean, he's got to be able to hold on to it to be any kind of efficient. Yeah, I know. But that's what I was thinking. But I don't know how serious it is. We'll see. But um, yeah, I'm going to keep. That's what they would do in the old days. (laughs) I definitely think I'm going to keep hitting those Rams lines as long as they're reasonable. I just feel like they're they're solid, man. They they beat the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are good. I don't really know, but <laughs> I'm going to ride Cowboys it till... coming up here this week. I know. That's going to be a good game. I think that might be one that we're picking this week. Yeah, so my Sunday was... I had, a, I had a great day. Not only were my football picks right on the money, I actually switched, and this is, this is rare. I mean, week two of the NFL season and my main screen... So I, I, let me describe my setup for everybody everybody at home listening. We've got, this is actually my first year with Sunday Ticket. Never never been on that train. We always had Comcast, so watch Red Zone, flip between the games, whatever. But um, we've got Sunday Ticket now, so we've got four games or three games in Red Zone going on. And then we usually have a main game, whether it's my roommate's team. He, he's a big Pats fan, so um, either the Pats or the Bucks, because he's got to watch his boy Tom Brady. So we have one of those up on the main screen and then four on the other TV over there. But... Uh, I actually, I had to change it up this week, and I threw the U.S. Open on the main screen because my boy Bryson, who I had a, just a small little bet, but he was, he was at plus twenty five hundred, and I took him at the start of the week, and he was, he was balling out on Sunday. Ended up not being stressful, but he 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 came through for me, and uh, that was probably that was my biggest win of the week, even though it was my smallest bet. So that worked out pretty well, and it was fun. It was a fun little change of pace having football. I mean, you couldn't come up with two more polar opposite sports than golf and football. I mean, you well, know, like we were texting about that. Four different games going. We were texting about that betting the golf, and both Chris and I are big golf fans and mostly playing. I feel like we watch the majors and tournaments here and there, and, and then Pretty betting. Much, but yeah. when it comes to betting, it's really hard to bet on. Like I took Spieth at plus. 
I think it was five thousand or something like that, and it was a it was a big number. And I just figured maybe he'll get lucky. And then I started talking to you, and you're like, oh, I got, I think what was it, five different bets? No, I took four guys. So four I, guys. I, I set a cap for myself, um, and that was just my my pool kind of distributed it as I saw fit between four mm-hmm. different golfers, and that was. That was my little team for the week, and uh, luckily Bryson hit. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, I had then you're Morikawa, kinda... Bryson. Who are the other two? Just like Sung M and Tommy Fleetwood, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and three Morikawa threw up like a plus six on day one, so I was like, well, he's out, and he's the one I put mm-hmm. the most on. So thank God for Bryson. But yeah, betting on golf is it's fun because everybody has such juiced odds. I mean, even the favorite's gonna be. I mean, plus 500 800 depending on the tournament depending on the week yeah i mean when john dustin johnson was hot that other week he was still going into the next tournament after winning i think two in a row he was still plus 700 and that's that was like a heavy favorite so i hear you i think if you set yourself a cap and split it up how you how you see fit over four guys that's good i've done it before too where i did the same on the masters when tiger won and i hit on that one but i think I kind of skewed my bets too much because I only ended up winning a little bit because I had money, heavy money on other people. But it was, uh, it's definitely a good strategy because I, I had speed, right? And he shot plus 10 on day two and missed the cut. So I had no interest in any golf this weekend. <laughs> yeah, and then it just kind of shuts it down. But even if you have somebody that's like on the fringe, you're going to be watching. You're like, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, we hit a couple putts. We sink one from deep. We... Especially going into that's Saturday. You gotta have somebody that's close on Friday, and then you can still get your hopes up. Exactly. I will say though, you gotta stay away from Tiger. There's no Dude, value betting in Tiger. I, bet I know. On Tiger. There's not, but it's because hard not to. Wants him. Yeah, that's true. He's the most popular guy in the sport, so yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But I, I still, I still throw some money on him every once in a while. <laughs> Nostalgia bet. It's funny that you, it's, it's funny you bring up the Masters though, because that was well, that, that was last year, right? Last spring, Tiger won the uh, Masters. Shit, I don't remember. Yeah. I no, think it so. was. It was. Definitely this whole was. last okay. seven to yeah. twelve months have been a fucking disaster blur. <laughs> time doesn't time doesn't exist anymore. Nope. But um it was it's funny because when Tiger won the Masters, I was actually I'd been kinda I'd always had clubs and I'd go like if my dad asked me to or whatever and maybe play a few times a summer. But I wasn't especially playing baseball, it's tough to go back and forth between those two. But then Tiger won the Masters and I was like, Man, I need to I need to figure this shit out. And so I actually I went and played with my dad that day and then literally the rest of the summer, the spring and summer, I just I fell in love with the game playing it and um got addicted, mm-hmm. got bit by the golf bug. It's real. And then and then this year I'd actually been kind of kicking around, you know. I, I mean, I'm not not to pump my own tires, but but I can I can get into a golf ball every once in a, once in a while, and and get it out there pretty far. And I was like, I want to see if I really just like put the time in during the off season, how far I can hit a golf ball. Lo and behold, I put some money on Bryson. He comes through, and he's the poster child for get fucking yacked and Dude. take daddy hacks. <laughs> He's hitting piss missiles everywhere. And so my plan is... I didn't get any laugh on that. That's a great joke. Piss missiles? Come on now. (laughs) Fucking piss missile, dude. dude. It is is so funny watching him swing the club because it it goes against like everything you're ever told from Mm -hmm. 
how to swing a golf club. Oh, you got to be smooth and easy and just, you know, let it work and all that stuff. And he just, no, he just unloads on the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fun but to watch. I'm going to see what happens. I'm, I'm going to get in the gym. I'm going to eat <laughs> and I'm going to get big. And I'm going to be a little baby Bryson to see how far I can hit the golf ball. The thing that throws me off with him is he's so slow, dude. And his stupid fucking hat. That hat, he looks like he's should be doing art in, like, the 1700s. Or delivering newspapers. That, too. He could have a paper route. Could you imagine that? Him on a little bike throwing papers. <laughs> <laughs> With golf clubs on his back, and then he just rolls up to the tournament. <laughs> yeah, like one of those really old golf bags that's just, like, made out of brown <laughs> leather. <laughs> Pure leather. <laughs> just going out and hitting 400-yard bombs. <laughs> oh, God. Nah, he's fun to watch. It's just his pace is, throws me off. I'm, I don't really lean towards those, but it's hard to not root for him and enjoy watching him because he just hits the ball so fucking far. Well, and he's he's doing it his way too, and that's a cool thing. It's like everybody chirps him. I mean, literally. I mean, I'm watching him walk down 18, and he had the thing wrapped up by this point. And mm-hmm. the announcer, they had been making comments the whole time about, oh, I don't know, you know, this isn't really the way you're supposed to play golf. They must have said the word validation. 55 times on the broadcast but he's walking up the 18th fairway and the announcer goes well this must just feel like validation on steroids for bryson and i was like was that just a shot at him like did he just insinuate that bryson's roiding which i'm not gonna get into that sort of speculation dude did put on 30 pounds of muscle in about six months so yeah but think of what he was doing over the like the time that everybody was quarantined like, golf had the shortest time off, I believe, but even then, in a couple months, if he's just clanging and banging, hitting the irons, I don't know. I could see it. I, I, I hear I you. The there's there's always going to be that speculation. No matter what, you know, somebody starts hitting the golf ball really far, starts hitting a bunch of home runs and throwing 105 miles an hour and all, all this shit, it's always going to come back to that ever since you know baseball had the whole steroids thing it's always going to come back to that in any kind of sport i feel like no definitely but if you're a football fan you got to think steroids because we wouldn't have a league if they didn't exist so mm-hmm. kind of the unspoken secret open secret about the nfl everybody's juicing you have to <laughs> i mean you're playing <laughs> literally i mean you're, you're getting in 20 car crashes a day every yeah. week your body wouldn't be able to hold up with how fast and strong these guys are i mean we saw a bunch of injuries this week and oh my that gosh every no week. that was but a yeah, wild this, this was a brutal week. week for injuries it was that the 49ers list is just insane it's, man you hate to see it it's just i wonder i wonder what that like is from you know was that because there was no real preseason games was that because guys are out of shape was it just a fluky day or what i just it's it just seemed crazy how many dudes got hurt in really serious ways and not serious ways you know like there were a lot of guys that just had like little injuries but there were a hell of a lot of like season ending or longer term injuries between McCaffrey and Barkley and freaking Kittle and you know I'm sure I'm missing I'm miss, I know I'm missing a bunch but yeah, it's yeah just... I think it's a combination of all three honestly my kind of thinking on it was like you can play one game like your body's gonna hold up for a game but then you got to turn around and do it a week later Mm-hmm. That's when it's really gonna take a toll on you. That's when you're already sore going into the game. Um, you're maybe not moving quite as fast. It's a little awkward or not stable, and take a weird shot, and boom, your knee's done. 
Yeah, bro. I hear that. I think it's going to be interesting moving forward. I don't think that's really going to change. I think a lot of people are going to be getting banged up. And then who knows if there's any outbreaks of the Rona, if uh, people end up getting sat out for that. And then you have different things like what happened in baseball with the Marlins, where just an entire team gets sick and all this jazz. So we'll have to see. I think it's just going to be a weird season. They've been pretty good about that so far, though. Yeah. I think I saw something on Sunday where they put out, I think it was like 40,000 tests or something, and they had two cases. Mm -hmm. And I think both of them weren't players. So Yeah, I mean, that's always a positive. That's a good sign. Well, how's the... How's the Stanley Cup been going? Dude, it's 1-1. Game 3 is uh, tomorrow, Wednesday. We'll uh, we'll see. It's been close. It's definitely been close. We'll see. I think I, it's hard to really break it down, but in my opinion, I just think the Stars, I'm like, I think they're a more fun team to watch. I still think the Lightning are going to win, but they're more fun to watch, to be honest. I'm kind of like rooting against the lightning in that sense but i still think that they're just a better team but we'll see it's it's been exciting though the stanley cup's weird because it's very chippy but it gets to the point where it's like nobody really wants to take like a big penalty for fighting or right. get a game misconduct or anything like that so you see all these just like everybody gets together and are like kind of punching each other in the face but like not really <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of funny but I get it because it's such a, it's so high intensity. But tomorrow should be a should be a good game. Um, I'm definitely gonna be watching that and the Celtics Heat. I think that's a very interesting series. I was looking more at the lines and ended up taking tomorrow at least uh, Celtics on the money line. I don't really trust the spreads as much just because those games have been weird and I just didn't want to take. I think the Celtics were three and a half point favorites. I don't really like the lines anyways in basketball. I feel like the games can get kind of Agreed. funny at the end with free throws and shit like that. So I don't really take the spreads too often. But I liked the money line. I think they're going to tie it up. And I also think the game, the series is going to go seven. So if they win tomorrow, I'm going to probably take a bet on that. Just the series going seven games. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I don't like betting spreads in basketball either. I mean, shoot, it was probably 10 minutes before the game. We were texting, and I didn't have anything going. And I was going to be home and watching the game anyway for the Nuggets-Lakers Nuggets, Nuggets -Lakers game three. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? The Nuggets aren't bad enough to get swept. Like, they damn near could have won, arguably should have won game two. So I took a little flyer on them. And I don't know. It's just more fun to have the money line, especially you get the, you get the better payout. And it ended up working out. But God damn it, that was a sketchy game. Yeah, fucking blowing a lead in the end almost. I <laughs> they had a twenty point lead in the fourth quarter and mm -hmm. it d disappeared to three in the matter of like four minutes. So yeah, it's, I don't know how they pulled it out, but they did. That's that's the thing with basketball. Well, I guess that's the thing with betting against LeBron. I feel like you just never the games are never sealed up. Like he's gonna get blown out here and there, but it's so fucking rare. And man, dude, Rondo was just like a madman out there playing defense i was just like what the hell is happening they had what six straight turnovers yep six possessions in a row yeah. at, at, at a certain point i just started yelling shoot the ball yeah, like, you can't turn it over it. if you just shoot just somebody put the, put a <laughs> shot up right and then Jokic just kind of disappeared that that one hurt i had a i found this random ass prop bet that was it was the total number of points plus rebounds plus assists and 
so everything just added together in one number. And I had Jokic at 40.5, and I thought that was good because, you know, he's kind of just a stat sheet filler, getting rebounds, assists, and then he he's always seems to be good for about 20 points. So I thought it was looking good. At the end of the first quarter, I remember I was texting him, and he had... It was, what, damn near halfway there at least. Mm-hmm. Great radio here. Eleven. Fuck you. Eleven, four rebounds and two assists at the end of the first. It's just like, okay, that's kind. I I I didn't want I didn't want to jinx it and say like, oh no, that's good or like I got this one because you never know. But I was feeling good and confident, and then he just didn't do much of anything. Like he he facilitated, but there were like multiple possessions in a row where he had Rondo on him. I was like, just fucking spin to the hoop do something shoot a fadeaway i don't i don't care so he ended up with like i think the total was 30 37 and so i missed it by four it's just it's such a weird thing to to bet on i don't particularly care for those lines of those prop bets like betting points and stuff like that i like to just take the games but sometimes you get pretty good payouts on those and it just they seem like a a no-brainer and then you just don't know how these games go it's just so bizarre yeah, I'm just glad I got the win there. That was I midway through that fourth quarter. I thought that there was no way the Nuggets were going to pull it out, and then they—I'm not even quite sure how they did. I know Murray hit a couple big shots, but it was—it was like the game was slipping away, and then all of a sudden they're back up by nine with a minute left. So yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> Strange. All right, I guess before we get into our football picks, we'll talk a little bit of baseball we got the playoffs coming up here soon so we'll have to start uh getting into that next week i think but i got another idea on how i would like to fix oh baseball for you if you would like to hear okay. it and this one is very interesting i don't know you... if i would say it. i'd like to hear it but i'll i'll sit through it okay all right that's all i need okay so the idea is it's like a money ball basically if the pitcher chooses to elect to use the money ball on a count that has two strikes. If he strikes the batter out on that pitch, it ends the inning. Are we making a movie about this one too? No. Is money ball too? No, I was thinking money ball in the sense of like, you know, in the three-point competition in basketball, they have like that crazy looking fucking ball. The red, Yeah, the red, white, and blue. It would be like, it looked like that. And so the pitcher just calls money ball and he yeah. just... And the ends umpire the just thro- throws him a ball, and then it's like if he gets a strikeout on that pitch, then that ends the inning. But the key, the catch is if the batter gets a hit, then it either – I couldn't decide on how I wanted to, to do this, but it's either that the bases are cleared or it removes all the outs from that current inning. So there is a little bit of risk to it. Yeah. So you can take your money ball pitch and throw it and try and get a strikeout and end an inning – I was thinking it would be really interesting with the bases loaded because it would be like bases loaded, two strikes. If there's less than two outs or something, it's like, well, fucking go with the money ball, you know, try and end the inning. It's like a double play, basically, or a triple play if there are no outs. I just thought it was a fucking pretty sweet idea. And I think the limit on this one would be you get like three money balls a game. Yeah, I hate it. (laughs) Don't even like it a little bit. I do like that there's a little bit of a counter where like there is some risk to it rather than what was the idea last week the the big orange bat yeah dude the Sammy Sosa the, the bat. bat yeah that was a good one 
<laughs> See, okay, well, think about this hypothetical, all right? What if somebody goes with or their... Can they stack? Okay, I, I, or hear me out. stacking? So you can... With a pitcher, he's out there and he goes, all right, I'm using my money ball. Gets the money ball. And then the batter says, all right, fuck you. I'm using my Sammy Sosa at bat. And he gets a cork bat. <laughs> Think about that. That's fucking wild. Dude. I'm a fucking genius. It's like the Uno Uno reverse card. (laughs) Yeah, versus the draw four. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I'm still not a fan. (laughs) All right, we'll move on from the nonsense here. We'll get into uh, some of the picks from last week. I don't know if it's... We're still a lot of nonsense. That's... That was a great transition. And then uh, we'll get, get into the picks from last week and the picks from for this upcoming week. From last week, we had Chris Brown. You were 4-1. and one. Your one lot. Well, I guess we, let's let's go through some of these. Mon- we had the Thursday line. We both had Browns minus 6. That one was a loss. And then we had the Lions-Packers. That was a W for both of us. Then it was Minnesota at Indy. Indy minus 3. You had that one. I had Minnesota for some ungodly reason. The next one was New, uh, New England-Seattle. You had Seattle, and I did as well. We both hit on that one. And then the last one was Vegas-New Orleans. You had Vegas, and I had New Orleans. So I was 2-3. and three, Pretty miserable. You were 4-1. and one. You had a good week. Your one loss was a backdoor cover on Thursday. So, I mean, can't really complain about that. A couple of good wins in there for sure. Definitely. All right. So, for the games this week, the Thursday game is Dolphins at Jags. It's going to be a real great game. Maybe we'll get to see Tua this week. We got Jags minus three. Who are you going to take? I think I'm going to ride with Minshew Mania. Think think he can keep it going down there in Jacksonville. That's in Jacksonville, isn't it? Yeah. Right. I'm going to roll with the Jags. See if he can keep that going. That would be interesting if we did get Tua, though. I think that's bound to happen sooner rather than later. Fitz magic is not long for this season. Yeah, I'm a, I'll take Jacksonville. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take the Dolphins. This is either going to be the Fitz magic game or, I don't know, the Jags just suck. I'm not, let me get some Dolphins. I'll take a flyer on them on a short week. With that said, back though. Back-to-back just shit shows the Thursday night games. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm a, I wish that they would... <laughs> It's hard to say, like, give us a good game on Thursday night when Thursday night seems to be, like, the most random just just because all these teams are on a short week. I really just don't like the Thursday night game, if I'm to be honest. I think it's too quick of a turnaround and don't get the best games. But at the same time, I can't really argue with a little midweek action. So I do like it in that sense, but it's oh, it's always just so random. And I hate to see the two like two good teams play on Thursday night because then, you know, I feel like it's just not the same quality. But also, it's nice to get that little like, here's here's what's coming up, you know fucking footballs around the corner <laughs> nice yeah, appetizer like a little breadcrumb uh-huh. exactly nice little appetizer then the next game we're gonna roll into is gonna be uh the dallas cowboys at the seattle seahawks what's the line there minus four and a half seahawks Hawks minus four and a half it's supposed to be raining so i'll just lock you in at I'm that like... it's taking the seahawks and the points we all know where this is going. I, I mean, probably. <laughs> probably. That's not a bet. You got to be definitive. I know. I'm just thinking it through. I hope our defense steps up a little bit. We'll get Diggs back, which is nice, but we have absolutely no pass rush. I'm losing losing Irvin and Blair hurts. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Hawks. I think Russ is just too 
goddamn good at football. Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Fucking idiot. Gotta say it right. Mr. Unlimited. Dude's an idiot. No. no. You, you can't say that. <laughs> you, Just coming in hot. You can't That's say that. That's my hot take. Face. <laughs> it, that Russell Wilson is an idiot? Uh, no, he's not. That's but... worse than your baseball takes. That's a pretty good take. Fuck it. I'll ride with it. Okay. (laughs) Who are you going with? I had to think this one through because part of me wants to believe in the Cowboys, but I just don't trust them at all. But I don't really like the spread. Four and a half is kind of a funny one. Number where it's it's the weird ones where the field goals start meaning like okay if they get a field goal and are down by three and score a touchdown it's still not a cover and i think it's going to be a close game so i think i'm going to have to take dallas reluctantly the reason being i'm thinking this one might come down to a backdoor cover which how much do i believe in dak not not a lot but that's what i'm going to go with i'm going to take dallas with the points on a confidence scale of like one to seventy-four, I'm at like a two and a half. One to seventy-four. That's yeah. your scale. Yep. Okay. Man, you just aren't even liking my bad jokes. I'm gonna have have to fucking give <laughs> this you. This happens four. when we record at ten p.m. Uh, get the what are you a hundred and fifty years old? Tired. Oh my yeah, god. He wakes up early. Oh poor baby. Get the fuck out of here. All right, next game. We're going to do Houston at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's minus three and a half. I'm going to take the Texans. Just straight up. They're 0-2, they're right? They lost this week. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they got spanked. They uh, played Baltimore. They, that's a tough start. What did they go from? Yeah. Kansas City to Baltimore? Jesus. Yeah, arguably the two best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Houston. I think Deshaun Watson, in the same vein as Russell Wilson's too good. I think Deshaun Watson's too good to start 0-3. Bill O'Brien is... Bad enough to start zero and three, but I think uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Watson will at the very least keep him close and hopefully pull it out. So the two things we've learned from this podcast: Philip Rivers is always down in the fourth quarter, and Bill O'Brien is a fucking idiot. Yeah. All right. I think I hear you with trusting Watson. The thing is, I don't trust anybody else. I like Deshaun Watson a lot. I think he's gonna be good, but he has no options to pass to. I don't know if Will Fuller is supposed to play because he got hurt, and that run game is pretty good. But the Steelers D is fucking awesome. I don't think they're gonna be able to make up that difference with limited offensive weapons for Houston and a super good Pittsburgh defense. I'm going to actually take Pittsburgh. I'll take the points. This one, to be honest with you, I'm pretty confident in. I like Pittsburgh as a team. I think their defense is perfect for having an aging Ben Roethlisberger, who's just kind of a goofy player at this point. He's uh, one of those guys to where he's good but i don't know i'm just kind of waiting for him to get some injury and end up with a cast of some sort on the sideline for the second half so i don't really trust him but i think this boot yeah i just don't think this is that game i think he's still gonna have a pretty good game and i just think that defense is too much deshaun can only do so much man he's got to get the ball to somebody and they got no one that's true next game we're going to do is going to be the Packers at the Saints, the Sunday night game. The Saints are minus three, coming off a rough loss from um, Vegas. Vegas looks strong, so who you got? I, I think I'm reluctantly going to take your Packers. Giving them three points, I know they're on the road, but it's... 
There's no. I, I still don't know how much to value home field, if at all. And the Packers have looked better than the Saints so far, so it's strange that they're that they're dogs. So I'll take the points in the pack. Yeah, I, I was, don't think they're that good. <laughs> I was kind of wondering the same thing with home field, and I think they're still basing it on travel. But I think it'd be one thing if it was travel in the NBA and it's like every other day. But this is, you go home for three, four days, and then you travel down to wherever you're playing. Like it doesn't really seem that taxing and there's no crowd, you know, it, that, that has to make a huge difference. People don't go into New Orleans expecting to win, but in this case, I think the Packers got a pretty good chance and I'll definitely take the three points. I am also going to take the Packers and I certainly think Aaron Rodgers is going to continue just telling everybody to go fuck themselves. He had another great game. I don't think it's going to stop. Aaron Jones is a beast. I just really think it's going to come down to if we get Devontae Adams healthy, that's going to make a big difference. And how much can we expect from the other two receivers, from Valdez Scantling and Lazard? But I think, honestly, they're going to rely heavily on Aaron Jones. Dude has played super good this year, played really good last year. I think he's just a reliable back that can do so much. So as long as they keep Aaron up in the pocket and not getting taken hits, I think they're going to have a good chance to win. And I just, I don't know about the Saints. I think this game too is going to depend on Michael Thomas. If he's back and playing like he should be, the Packers are going to have a hell of a time trying to stop him. Um, this is definitely another game that I'm going to sit on and see what this uh, over-under looks like if they give any updates on Michael Thomas. Because I think if he's healthy, this could end up being a pretty high-scoring game, you know, up 30 to in the 30s for each team so definitely one to keep an eye on as far as over-unders go I do just I think it's hard to go against the Packers right now they haven't really played anybody I get that but they've looked so good and going into the season people thought the Vikings were going to be like pretty decent it's proven really to not be the case so far but I just at all yeah but I just I think that the Packers have shown you enough to know that they're they're a good team they're they're worth putting your money on so i'm definitely going to take the packers as well next game we're going to get into is monday night monday night's chiefs at the ravens baltimore's minus three and a half chiefs coming off a, a tough loss or sorry a tough win Chiefs won. <laughs> i know tough win tough a win. tough win uh they didn't look as good on sunday as i think everybody was expecting with the chargers team that that's kind of just unsure if they're good or not but i'll leave it to you who, who are you going to take I like the Chiefs. Given the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes' points is a, seems like a gift. I know he's playing Lamar Jackson. Like the, they're they're both good teams. Obviously, like I think I said they're the two best teams in the league five minutes ago. But I don't know. I think that's just that's just too too tough to pass up. Give me give me Patty Mahomes and the points. Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah it's a tough one but that was kind of the deal breaker for me it's like Mm -hmm. all right i don't see the Chiefs stopping lamar jackson but at the same time like like the packers saints i don't see either team being able to stop the the other team's offense i think it's gonna be a high scoring game and come down to if baltimore is gonna try and hold the ball you know hold the ball away from patrick mahomes i think that'll go a long way that's been the only time that they've ever really struggled in games I use that term loosely struggled because they've looked so good with Patrick Mahomes is when teams hold the ball from them and they're not allowed to get their offense back on the field. So, and that's kind of Baltimore's MO. They go for the, go for it on fourth down a lot. They convert a lot. 
that run game is solid. They just kind of eat clock and wear you down. With that said, though, I think I'm also going to take the Chiefs. <laughs> let me let me talk up the the Ravens real quick and then just continue to take Patrick Mahomes. I'm kind of in the same thought process as you. It's so hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes, and him getting points just seems absurd. It's a really good Monday night game. I'm uh, super surprised. We actually get two good games back-to-back with the Packers and the Saints and then Chiefs and Baltimore. Um, it's There's some good games this week. Uh, I think this definitely is going to... Whoever wins this game, everybody is going to start saying that's the favorite to win the Super Bowl. I don't think that's far off. I can't really see a lot of teams competing with them as long as they all stay healthy. Which is far from a guarantee, as we've seen. That's true. And Lamar Jackson's definitely not afraid of the contact. Like, he just goes in and fucking takes a hit if he has to. He's a beast. Yeah, no, I'm pumped for that one. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah, I definitely agree. I'm also going to be checking whatever the overs are in that one. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I know... So Baltimore played the Browns week one, and they played Houston last week. And their defense looked good against the Browns who I still don't really know if they're any good or not, and they played good against Houston. But you're talking about a completely different animal if you're talking about the Chiefs. And if that line, I'm trying, I'm looking it up right now, if that's a line in the high 40s, low 50s, looks like it's 53 and a half right now, I might be taking that. I just, it, I just don't, I don't see Patrick Mahomes having another game where he only scores 20 points. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But you were just talking about how the Ravens are going to try and keep the ball away from him. So if they're trying to, you know, milk clock and shorten the game, that's going to hurt your hurt your shot at the over there. Yeah, but I'm taking the Chiefs, so I'm assuming the Chiefs are going to be winning, in my opinion. Well, let's hope so. Do we do we pick the exact same five there? No, you picked something different. What was the, what was the game that you picked different? Um, I took the Dolphins. You took the Jags. That's right. Uh, that's right. I took Dallas. You took Seattle. I took we both. Or I took Pittsburgh, you took Houston. What the fuck are you listening to? Okay, yeah, so not even close. <laughs> like I said, man, I'm... <laughs> Delusional, I'm Chris Brown. Delusional. <laughs> um, then we had one more. We were going to do kind of a new one. This is separate from what we wanted to do for our five like picks that we're going to keep track of. We were going to do a just a game that we both were looking at as kind of a gimme of the week. And this week's one is going to be the cards at the lion or the Cardinals versus the lions. Uh, both of us are kind of in agreement that Arizona is pretty awesome. And Kyler Murray's a freak. And we're going to take the Cardinals minus five and a half. The one thing I would kind of, that kind of makes me hesitate. The only thing about that, because I agree on paper, that seems like a lock. The one thing that kind of holds me back is that the Cardinals haven't been good. And they, feels like there's always a, at least a team, one team, maybe a couple teams a year that get off to a hot start and everybody falls in love with them and then they just throw up a stinker in week three or four where it's like, where did that come from? And the Lions are ripe for that where they just come out of nowhere and surprise you. But no, I'd agree. I think that's probably the easiest bet of the week. Yeah, I get what you mean. For me, I guess I just... I don't, I don't trust the Lions for much of anything. No, and no, <laughs> they're the Lions. And just seeing how Kyler Murray played yesterday, he's just, he just looks so much better than he did last year. And I thought he looked pretty damn good last year. So I have a lot of confidence in that team. I just 
dude, who the fuck is going to guard DeAndre Hopkins? Like, I know they got Slay and fucking, they got a decent secondary, but I just, I, I can't see them having just like limited to no success on offense. That team is just crazy. And I don't trust the Lions for anything, but we'll see. I could be completely wrong, but at the same time, if I have to pick one of these games other than the Packers, that's just looks kind of like lopsided in these spreads, that would definitely be it. But we'll see how the lines move. I'm sure it'll change. We're recording this on, we'll get into this at at the very end of the episode, but (laughs) we're recording this on Tuesday and hoping it to be out on a more consistent schedule here moving forward throughout the football season and into the to the off season but we're going to try and have episodes out on thursday so that way you get all of our picks in before then so you have all the time to make fun of us and then i think the last thing that we had on the schedule for today was um building a a parlay do you want to get into that this episode or do you want to leave that for the next one let's do that next time because i didn't have anything for that all right we'll save that Um, for next time because <laughs> yeah, the trial runs. Well, we're, we're, it's a work in progress, and um, we'll be better next week. We'll have a parlay for you. <laughs> you want to take us out? I think I just did. Oh, dude, <laughs> come on now. Got to be better than that. No, we can cut that, or we won't, or we don't have to. You know, it's up to you. You're the guy that edits. Um, <laughs> I got nothing, man. I'm running on fumes. All right, we'll leave it at that. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>